0: Here's one for the Ripley's, believe it or not. And just keep in mind, it is a political year, so these stories can show up curiously at the right time during a uh, political hot season, and a hot race going to hear a YouTube video, new allegations about Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife emerges, and Jerry Falwell Jr. is the son of the founder of Liberty University, a Christian university, it's somewhere in the Midwest, but now they're uh, they're confronting some some really hard to believe accusations. This is CBS Eve, excuse me, CBS Evening News. Nora McDonald or well, Nora O'Donnell and then we'll hear GMA good morning America the former pool attendant details his allegations and he broke his story 12 hours ago so we should hear him first and then Nora O'Donnell's CBS story broke 10 or uh, 3 hours ago. Okay, so take it with a grain of salt, and everybody is presumed innocent until proven guilty.
1: Millions of people are saying yes to Allegra, including the experts, it's the-
0: Number one, allergist-recommended brand for non-drowsy relief. Allegra works two times faster than Claritin. And while
2: Zyrtec may cause drowsiness, Allegra won't say yes to by for the YouTube ads to clear. University. And evangelical leader, Jerry Falwell Jr. A former pool attendant, Giancarlo Grande, calls Falwell a predator... Saying he engaged in sexual liaisons with Falwell's wife while Falwell watched. The we'll talk was brought in an exclusive interview. First, Deborah Roberts brings his place on the scandal, and a second allegation that worked overnight from a former student at Liberty, Good Morning Deb. Good morning, George.
3: Yeah, this is a scandal that seems to grow deeper and wider by the day for a man who was once at the top of his game in Christian conservative circles. Now, Jerry Falwell Jr. is not only out at the world's top. A Christian University, but he may have also lost his reputation as well. This morning, that new allegation about the Falwells, coming from a former Liberty University student providing an anonymous account in Politico, alleging he had a sexual encounter with Becky Falwell, the wife of the school's former president, Jerry Falwell Jr., while he was a 22-year-old. The Falwells called the allegation false and mean-spirited. It is the latest in a shocking string of scandals to hit one of the most influential families in the evangelical conservative movement.
4: As our friendship has grown, so has my admiration for Mr. Trump.
3: A starch advocate in Republican politics and for President Trump, Bolwell resigned from the college following a series of stunning developments. First, a racy photo he posted, then took down from social media with his arm around his wife's assistant. He apologized for posting it, saying it was just in good fun from a costume party. Then, that first jaw-dropping allegation of sexual impropriety that directly goes against the school's strict moral code. We are so proud of our students here at Liberty, and it's it's just such an honor to be able to serve alongside them, and we try to teach good family values and good morals. Falwell, accused by his 29-year-old former business partner, Giancarlo Granda, of being aware of and even observing Granda's affair with Falwell's wife, Becky though Falwell denies any involvement. Grunda says he met the Falwells when he was a 20-year-old pool attendant in 2012, and their relationship took off from there, lasting years. He provided this audio recording as proof. His new thing is, like, me every time he has sex with people. Like I, like, I don't have feelings or something. Yeah,
5: you yourself... don't uh, Yeah. Not
3: trying to do that. Grunda says he vacationed with the Falwells, even went into business with them, owning a Miami youth hostel. In this email shared exclusively with ABC News, Granda says Falwell offered a glowing recommendation for him to apply to Georgetown University in 2018, calling him a quick study on all business-related matters, consistent, dependable, and someone who has operated with the highest business ethics and integrity. But the relationship later soured. Now the Falwells are accusing Granda of extortion, claiming he threatened to go public with the affair unless he was paid millions, but Granda denies that allegation. Overnight, the Falwells declining to comment on Granda's allegations. Falwell has reached out to numerous news organizations over the last week, including ABC News, and so is his wife, Becky, both vigorously denying most of Granda's claim. Uh, they both say that they're victims of a man who tried to take advantage of them. No word yet from the couple on this newest allegation. George, hey, Deb, thanks very much. Let's bring
2: in Giancarlo Gronda right now. Thank you for joining us this morning. Let's begin with uh, their denial. They say that you had an affair with Mrs. Falwell, but that but, but Jerry Falwell Jr. was not involved in any way but you say from the start they were both involved? Uh,
4: First off, thank you for having me on. Um, And Jerry's lying. Um, That was his game plan from the beginning, to just throw her under the bus, um, which I I think speaks a lot about who he is, about his character. Um, And he was aware from day one of our relationships, and he he did, in fact, watch.
2: So how would that work?
4: Describe the encounters. So let's go back to when I first met them. I was 20 years old working at the Fond Blue Hotel, um, working my way through college, and, you know, I'm talking to some guests, and I, I noticed this woman behind me staring at me, and she was noticeably drunk, um, and she was just flirting with me, you know, and then we start flirting back and forth, um, and then towards the end of my workshop, she's like, hey, would you want to go back to my hotel room, and as a single 20-year-old, I'm like, yeah, of course, and, and then she's like, well, my husband wants to watch. And immediately I thought it was a, a bit strange, and I backed off. I said, oh, no, but he, he's not going to do anything. He's just going to sit in the corner, and he just, he just wants to watch, and it's his thing. And she mentioned that they were actually at the, at a swingers club the night before uh, Miami Velvet. And, but it wasn't their thing. They said it was kind of gross because there was too many people, and they wanted a more intimate um, session. So I had no idea who they were at the time. You know, after my work shift, they called me through a blocked number um, to schedule where to meet, and we met at another hotel. Uh, And I walk into the lobby, and you know, Becky's sitting there waiting for me, and we were both nervous at the time. And then she offered me whiskey to relax, to calm my nerves. We talked for a bit. I relaxed, and then we went upstairs, and Jerry was laying on the bed. He was laying on the bed. He was drunk, and he was giggling. And again, I'm kind of weirded out at this moment and I said, hey, if at any point you get jealous or you want me to back off, just uh, let me know and I'll walk out of here. He's like, no, no, just, just go for it. Um, and so that, that's how it on,
5: began. On other occasions as well, and, and what
4: would he be doing? Right, I mean, he, I don't want to go too much into the details, um, I don't want to go too much into, into the details, but um, he, he,
2: he enjoyed watching. Say now that you're uh, trying to extort them. Why come forward now? This started seven years ago. So,
4: again, go, so going back to that time, I, you know, after after that fond of Blue or the, the hotel, um, you know, that first night, um, shortly after we had a weekend getaway at Chica Resort in the Florida Keys. Um, and in this trip, you know, we were doing our, you know, the nature of the relationship uh, continued there. And, um, you know, I mentioned to them that when I was younger, right, when I was in high school, I suffered with uh, video game addiction. Um, you know, at the time, I was timid and nervous. And I believe, you know, now in hindsight, that they spotted these weaknesses um, and made me an ideal target. Um, I, I shared, you know, this passion project of mine, where it's a, it's a company that would connect video gamers suffering with video game addiction, families with health coaches. And he said, oh, I think that's an excellent idea. And, um, you know, actually you could probably partner up with Liberty, uh, you know, you should, uh, come to New York with us, we're having a business trip and we could talk more about it. Um, and then in this trip in New York city, we stayed at the Ganser Hotel uh, on Park Avenue. And, and he said, look, I really like your idea, but before you can ever help anyone, you need to make a lot of money yourself. So I have a, and this is Jerry saying, he's like, I have a background in real estate, pick a property in Miami a handful of properties will get the best one, and you've got a 25% ownership stake in it. And that's exactly what I did. They, they suggest and, you targeted them,
2: and, and that
4: you may have targeted
2: other successful women?
4: Uh, I'm, that's false. That's ridiculous. That's just them trying to uh, to smear me. Um, it's I think it's it's kind of ridiculous to think that this 20-year-old with not many resources, I don't come from a family of a lot of money, uh, was targeting and preying upon uh, this power couple that have all of the political connections and all the money in the world um again i i feel like i was an ideal target for them
2: president trump's former attorney michael cohen is claiming that he had contact with the, your attorney about personal photos of the fall Wells that they didn't want released publicly did you or your lawyers ever speak with michael cohen about the fall wells what do you know about the photos and the fall wells relationship with michael cohen well michael
4: cohen corrected himself and he actually said that he met uh, the attorney of a third party that was uh, that was suing us. Uh, there was a demand letter where they were threatening to expose the nature of this relationship, um, and that's you know the best of my knowledge that's what went on. And I'll never forget it. Uh, winter 2014, you know, around uh, November, December. Um, Becky called me and she's like, uh, "Hey, that lawsuit in Florida." Uh, you know those guys that are us don't worry about it michael cohen's going to take care of it something to that effect and um, i had no idea who he was i didn't know him i'm like okay all right great we don't have to worry about this um because again they were trying to they were threatening to reveal the nature of this relationship and i lived through hell that time i was going it was a nightmare um so that that's all i have to say about that
2: what do you want to happen now
4: i've been wanting to cut ties again i have an equity stake in the company, which they offered. I have the equity stake in the company. It has value and I want to cut ties. And within the operating agreement, there's a selling mechanism. I have every right to want to sell my equity stake. I just want to cut ties. That's all I ever wanted to do. I never asked for more than what was promised to me. And Jerry himself memorialized this offer through text
2: messages. One final question. You also listened to Jerry Fowell Jr. sent you a compromising photo of a Liberty University student. He says the photo was a friend of his daughter-in-law, not sexual in any way. What do you say to that, and what can you tell us about the photo? I don't know the
4: context of the photo. All I know is that I was I was with him and Becky at a hotel in Miami Beach at the Lowe's Hotel. We were having drinks. They ordered me drinks. We were having drinks, and then he sent me the picture. And I tried to act cool about it. I didn't want to overreact, but I immediately I thought it was bizarre, you know, considering the nature of our relationship. And at that moment, I'm like, huh, something something more is going on here. Um, I, I don't like this. But I didn't say anything. Uh, I didn't know what to do. Um, but again, I don't know the context behind it, and, and whatever explanation you get is it's fine. That doesn't matter. The point is, it's why did he have that picture? Why did he share it? And why was he joking about it? He publicly said that he was joking about it. I think that's, that should raise uh, some questions.
2: Well, Rhonda, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, thank you. Well, hey there, GMA fans. Robin Roberts here. Thanks for checking out our
5: YouTube channel.
0: These stories are going to keep coming up until after the elections. It's just the way it works. Let's find the other one. I lost Nora O'Donnell's story. But there's a oh, endless number of other other reports in the effort to be balanced. This one on the today show two days ago says Becky Fallwell breaks. Her silence so let's hear her side of the drama to see what's going
1: Without Jerry's knowledge and then spent the intervening seven years trying to extort them. Of course the truth is they approached me. She invited me to their hotel room. Granda adding that as recently as last year they participated in video calls where Mrs. Falwell was naked and Jerry was watching. Granda also calling Jerry Falwell Jr. a predator, alleging Falwell sent him an image of a Liberty University student exposing herself at their farm. Calling it inappropriate conduct for someone overseeing the well-being of thousands of vulnerable and impressionable students. According to Reuters, the couple met Granda when he was 20 years old, working as a pool attendant at a Miami hotel. Just days after the story went public, Jerry Falwell Jr. is out as president and chancellor of Liberty University, the institution his father started in the 1970s. Falwell acknowledged his wife's affair with Granda to the Washington Examiner, calling it a fatal attraction type situation that led to extortion said he was not involved in the inappropriate personal relationship. Granda denies blackmailing the Falwells. In her first comments about the scandal, Becky Falwell tells the Associated Press she and her husband are more in love than ever, adding, we have the strongest relationship and Jerry is the most forgiving person I've ever met. In the same interview, Jerry Falwell claims he never broke a single rule that applies to staff members at Liberty, saying that's the only reason I resigned because I don't want something my wife did to harm the school I've spent my whole life building." Falwell had been on an indefinite leave of absence from Liberty since early August after posting this now-deleted photo on social media. In a statement Monday night, the school said additional matters came to light that made it clear that it would not be in the best interest of the university for him to return from leave. On Tuesday, the university said it had accepted Falwell's resignation, effective immediately, while offering heartfelt prayers to the Falwells, who are now dealing with a very public fall from grace. Jerry Falwell Jr. has not been reachable on this latest allegation. As for Granda, he also tells us he has not profited and and doesn't intend to profit from telling this story.
4: As Jesus taught in the Great Commandment, he cannot be bought. He's not a puppet on a string like many other candidates. Always
2: been a bit of a question about how Jerry Fowles Jr.'s decision to endorse of all people, noted serial adulterer and New York libertine Donald Trump, in the very crowded GOP primary field just days before the Iowa caucus. And we just got a story that denials the contrary, notwithstanding, maybe shed some light on that endorsement. So it turns out that Michael Cohen, yes, that Michael Cohen, is buddies with the Falwells. That's pretty established. I didn't know that, but that appears to be true. Now, also, according to Reuters, at least, Cohen claims to have helped Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife with a racy photo problem and help make it go away just months before Falwell with Trump. That's according to a recorded conversation reviewed by Reuters. NBC News, I should note, has not had a chance to review a recording of that phone call. A source insisted at Reuters, the endorsement and the help of the photographs were separate issues. An attorney for the Falwells told the Washington Post in a carefully purged, not denial, quote, while the Falwells have a long-standing friendship with Michael Cohen, never engaged or paid Cohen to represent them in any legal or other professional capacity. And Cohen did not ever resolve any legal matter on their behalf. You'll note the Reuters story does not say that Cohen claimed to be legally representing the Falwells or getting paid, so that part's a little weird. Mm. Uh, Also, another thing that's kind of weird is this other separate story which came out more than a year ago about the friendship between Jerry Falwell Jr., his wife, and a one-time Miami Beach pool attendant named Giancarlo Granda. Foles met him and befriended him and took him under their wing, so to speak, and ended up investing $1.8 million in a Miami Beach youth hostel the attendant was involved in, which, I don't know, seems like a lot. An attorney for the Paul Wells did not comment at the time about the investment described in a court filing as loans. An attorney for the one-time pool attendant, now a student, himself, told the Miami New Times today, quote, Mr. Granda has no idea about the alleged personal photographs Mr. Cohn refers to in his tape conversation. Mr. Granda is not the person referred to by Mr. Cohn in the tape recording." Alright, the reporter who wrote both the Reuters and the Stories, Aaron Boston, joins me now. I am confused by this set of facts, and I would love to get some clarity. So Let's just start with the most basic thing. Was it well known that Falwell Jr. and Michael Cohn are friends?
5: Uh, no, it was not well known. But it's clearly, clearly the case. Uh, and they've had a friendship that's gone back years. I mean, you've, you've seen that, that the Falwell put out a statement saying it's a long standing friendship. I think they met back in 2012. Wait,
2: okay, before we get to anything else, doesn't, isn't that a little weird? <laughs> Just like, I don't think of these as people moving in the same social circles, but somehow they're, they've been friends even before the whole Trump thing happened, or Trump ran for up.
5: Well, it's before they, they met in the context of Donald Trump. Okay. Trump was down uh, in 2012. It was in 2012 that Trump gave the convocation at Liberty University, and that's where mm-hmm. he really came on the stage I with, with follow-up. And uh Michael Cohen happened to be there, he was there at the uh, at that at that event. So uh, yes, it's a interesting friendship. It's uh not what you'd assume right. one lives in Virginia, one's an
2: evangelical, <laughs> one's a like different guys. Well, so here's the second question. So that actually provides a kind of economical deci- uh, explanation of the decision, right? That Michael Cohn's been working this guy over. He's his friend. He gets him to endorse his boss, Donald Trump. But as to the uh, Michael Cohn recording saying that he took care of a racy photograph for Falwell, the first thing I got to say is, like, Michael Cohn is a convicted liar. Um, do we have reason to believe this other than what he says on It's none of my business, whatever the heck arrangement they have, their friends, their- a surprise at the time, right? Well, it was clear that um, Falwell was friendly with Trump. Uh, Trump
5: had been at Liberty University. Falwell had spoken, you know, in his terms about, about Trump already. But yes, stepping into the race at that time made, uh, it really was a significant step, and especially for, for Falwell. who was an evangelical leader who was, who was very important, he was very influential, and when he does something with other evangelicals who sort of same, and that's Trump was not, a, not necessarily a natural ally to the evangelicals. He, you know, when you it, it was, he was married, multiple, right he, he was divorced a couple of times, he, he was, uh, you know, he talked about...
2: And so yes, forth. quite a bit. Um, final question. Uh, Giancarlo Granda, who you've also reported on his business arrangement with, with the Falwell, says he has nothing to do with this. And if you're juxtaposing those two stories, that's, I don't have anything to do with this. What do you? What's your response to that? We certainly, there was no mention of, of, the, uh, of that in, in the story we just did, of course. Okay,
5: so you don't see some juxtaposition between the two? so sort
2: didn't
0: put any of that um, other material in the story. Um, you just had a report on them both, okay? I did. Aaron Aaron thank you so much for that reporting. Thank you. Uh- hey there, Chris Hayes. That was Chris Hayes, MSNBC. Still haven't heard of a peep out of Becky uh, Fallwell. Before the election we'll hear something